Hello everyone, Happy New Year! This is Stand Out from the Crowd and I'm your host, Doreen. Today, we are diving into a topic that's on everyone's mind as we kick off the new year, the age-old saying, New Year, New You. But here is the thing. Does the idea of a new you really work? Is a complete overhaul of our lives, habits, and routines the key to success and happiness? Well, today we are going to challenge that notion. I believe in the power of evolution rather than revolution. Let's start by looking at why so many people struggle to keep their New Year's resolutions. As I was doing my research for today's podcast, I came across the psychology behind why New Year's resolutions fail, and I found it very interesting. According to a Forbes Health One Poll survey conducted in October of 2023, almost 62% of respondents say they feel pressured to set a New Year's resolution. In addition, many respondents are planning on setting multiple goals with 66.5% stating they plan on making three or more resolutions for the year ahead. However, according to studies, and this is mind-blowing to me, more than 90% of people fail to keep their resolutions past February 14th which lead to the question, why aren't we more successful at keeping our New Year's resolutions? I believe the New Year, New You mantra oftentimes set people up for unrealistic changes. And unfortunately, optimism alone won't result in the change we want. The reality is that there are a number of things about the way we make New Year's resolutions that set us up for failure before we have even started. After reading numerous research, I have identified three reasons why people fail at New Year's resolutions. These three reasons are the ones that resonated the most with me, and I hope it will resonate with you too. Reason number one, people set unrealistic expectations. To make a lasting change, you have to be uncomfortable for a long period of time. And people don't like to be uncomfortable. People tend to set New Year's resolutions that are really big. And yes, they might be achievable, but oftentimes they forget about breaking down their big goals into smaller and more achievable steps that are needed along the way. So reason number one, people set up unrealistic expectations. Reason number two, people do not consider the why behind their goals. Why do you want to make those changes? I'm going to quote Terry Bly, a licensed clinical psychologist, and I'm going to quote him a couple of times in this podcast. I quote, change is hard. And as a result, the pain of not changing has to be greater than the pain of changing for us to really change. Let me repeat that because this is quite powerful. Change is hard. And as a result, the pain of not changing has to be greater than the pain of changing for us to really change. We need to know our personal reasons behind our goals. If that's to go to the gym, we need to dig deeper and ask ourselves why. For instance, if we want to go to the gym, is it because we want to get in shape, because we want to feel healthier or something else? 
If we know the reason why we are making a particular resolution, we may find there are other routes, other ways to achieving it that will be more enjoyable and satisfying for us and therefore make us more likely to stick with it over the long term. Another reason we cannot commit to our New Year's resolutions long term is Reason number three, you may not be ready for change. In the same study, Terry Bly points to the stages of change, which is a model as a way to understand the process people go through before they are psychologically ready to change. And listen to this because this is fascinating. This is something that I have learned while doing my research. The stages of change model consists of the following stages. Pre-contemplation, you are starting to become aware that there may be something to change. Contemplation, you are now thinking about making a change. Preparation, you start putting a plan together in order to make a change. Action, you make the change happen. And maintenance, you are determined to maintain the change. Isn't it fascinating? The people who achieve their New Year's resolution, it's because they are at the action stage when they make their resolution. On the other hand, people who make New Year's resolutions on a whim are unlikely to succeed because they have not put enough thought preparation and planning before making the New Year's resolution and to sustain them. I believe change is a gradual process and expecting a radical change almost overnight can lead to frustration and burnout. And trust me, as a high achiever, I know way too much about it. So instead of, you know, setting up yourself for failure having too high expectations and, you know, hoping that having the willingness to change overnight will make the things happen, I would like to discuss a more mindful and sustainable approach to implementing positive changes. How about ditching the New Year, New You mantra for New Year, Same You? Let me explain. The New Year, Same You mantra acknowledges the value of self-acceptance and self-awareness. It's about recognizing your strengths, understanding your areas for improvement, and committing to continuous growth without losing sight of your authentic self. Basically, it's about embracing who you are, acknowledging your strengths, and leveraging them to become the best version of yourself so you can make those changes happen and sustain them, okay? We are not reinventing the wheel here. My one advice, which is a three-step process for those of you who are looking to make positive changes without feeling overwhelmed, is to first do a self-assessment of who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities for growth, but also the threats to your growth which is your personal SWOT analysis. And because I want you to thrive, I have attached a free template. The link is in the description of this episode so you can identify your strengths and opportunities for professional development and personal growth. 
Even if you think that you already know everything about yourself, a personal SWOT analysis will push you to look at yourself from a different perspective. So click the link in the description below to download your personal SWOT analysis template. Then, once you have identified your strengths, set realistic goals aligned with your values and priorities. What do you want to achieve first? What do you need to achieve first? How can your strengths help you achieve that objective? Break your goals down into monthly goals, and then you break down those monthly goals into manageable weekly tasks. Basically, you reverse engineer the process and look at it as a funnel. The top part of your funnel is your yearly goal. The middle part of your funnel is your monthly goal. Okay, so you should have 12 monthly goals in order to achieve your yearly goal. And then the thinner part, the, the lower part of uh, your funnel should be your weekly tasks. Keep in mind that consistent steps, no matter how small, lead to progress and build momentum. Last but not least, surround yourself with a supportive community. I know it may sound cliche, especially if I say the people you surround yourself with can make you or break you, but this is true. In your personal SWOT analysis, you may have identified some people as a threat, as a barrier to your personal growth and professional development. And these people can be family members, friends, and I see it a lot with my clients and with my group sessions. Oftentimes, we don't realize unless we do a SWOT analysis, an introspection, and decide to assess our surrounding, we don't realize how much the people we surround ourselves with can have a negative impact on our progress. So this is very important to be able to identify those threats, those barriers to your personal growth and professional development so you can adjust and you can start meeting new people. You can start surrounding yourself with people who have already achieved the goals that you are trying to achieve. This is how you are going to fast track your success, but this is also how you are going to ensure that you are putting one foot after the other into the right direction. Accountability and encouragement go a long way in sustaining positive changes. If you don't have those people around you or you don't know where to get started, sign up for my weekly newsletter. This will be the first step into getting weekly motivations and inspiration to get you going. If you have been following me for quite some time, you know that I like to keep things simple yet very effective. It's not about, you know, adding more changes to our plate or overwhelming us with uh, new tactics. We are not reinventing the wheel here. So I have shared quite a few uh, practical information in order to help you prepare better before setting up New Year's resolution. And we talk about New Year's resolution, but that could be about any objectives that you want to set up for yourself throughout the year. And the three-step process that I have shared with you is step number one, do your personal SWOT analysis. Click the link in the description below to download the template. Step number two, set up one or two goals and break them down into monthly, weekly, and daily steps. Baby steps. 
When you add them one after the other over a long period of time, there is a compound effect that will allow you to achieve your goal. And step number three, create an environment that inspires you to thrive. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter to get the motivation and inspiration to keep you going. These are clear, simple, yet very effective steps. A gradual and mindful approach is the key to long-term success. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with a thought. Instead of striving for a new you, Let's focus on becoming a better version of yourself each day, embracing the journey and celebrating the progress you make. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stand Out from the Crowd. Until next time, keep standing out. Bye-bye. 